Why, hello there, and welcome to another episode of my podcast, Lark's Vampire Diaries. I am Lark the Vampire, and this week I thought I would tell you about my swashbuckling days. Yes, when I was travelling through the seas. Now, as a vampire, I tend to travel the world a lot. Well, back in my young days, I mean, we're immortal creatures, we... Live forever, so we like to explore forever. Well, I mean, I've been around the block a couple of times exploring the world, and um, after my samurai times, I decided I you know, wanted to travel again, so I got on a boat and sailed through the Pacific into uh, Mexico and crossed through Mexico into the Caribbean where there was piracy going off. Now, this was the uh, 18th century. Well, late 18th century. I mean, I did travel a bit. I lived in, settled in, you know, Mexico for a while. And then I decided to go, you know, on pirating adventures with some pirates. Now, they all feared me as a blood-sucking demon that I was, and I was a curse, etc. And I did fight the uh, captain of a pirate vessel, and then I just ripped his throat out in front of his crew, and they declared me the new captain. So, yeah, I was a pirate captain for a while. Um, Probably the shortest lifetime I've lived under power. Now, this was... uh, 1890, not 18, no, 1798, where I was traveling and, you know, getting about and cruising the seas. And yeah, we did have buried treasure. Um, now, I didn't come out much in the day. I was a nighttime creature. I like to be out in the nighttime. And many times my crew tried to, well, outsmart me and you know, try and expose me to sunlight like take down the curtains in the cabin and stuff but uh, every time I did that I well ripped him to shreds I did however hypnotize the quartermaster in case he tried anything and he was a loyal servant he was a familiar he wanted to be well a vampire so I traveled around for five years you know, on swashbuckling pirating adventures, I came across many sea creatures, including mermaids, and one mermaid tried to drag me down to a watery grave, unaware that I was a vampire, and I bit into her neck and sucked her dry. You know, I even wrestled with a shark a couple of times, and, well, I, I killed that. Yes, oh, it was fun in those pirate times. I even had my hand cut off in a duel once, but it grew back. That's another thing with us vampires. If we have a limb that's been cut off, we can just grow it back. Of course, if it was to... Well, I'm not going to tell you weaknesses on here in case any hunters are listening to this, but probably a lot of hunters know that anyway. Hmm. So I you went on travelling around the Caribbean for a while till we went across the Atlantic even raided a few small coastal villages here and there we even went into the Indian Ocean and 
I even saw other sea monsters. Went to uh, back to Japan at one point. The Sea of Japan came across a, a sea vampire, which are very bizarre creatures. They're not even considered the same vampiric species as us. They're like, have the body of a turtle, the uh, limbs of a frog, and the head of an ape, but still have fangs and drag people into watery graves. Bizarre, funny little things they are. But, uh, of course, like I said, they're not actually proper vampire creatures. They're not undead. But they do have a very, very long lifespan, of course. So, um, that's something. So, um, what else? Well, uh, I went to China for a while. You know, settled there for a bit. Thrived in the treasure, spending it on luxuries and be respected as a pirate captain till there was another vampire captain pirate. Yes, I encountered another pirate that was a vampire and had done the same as what I did. And to my surprise, it was my maker Christinith. Yeah, my maker Christinith. I was like, oh, long time no see, we had a shag and that. Told her I got married again, and, uh, well, for the second time in my long immortal life with my current wife, who I'm still with now. I mean, as a vampire, like I say, you get, you know, time, all you have is time, and you can get bored in a marriage. So every now and then, as I've explained before, we take breaks from our marriage and we swing around and see other people and stuff. Uh, but we always love the orgies. Oh, the blood orgies. I'll have to tell you about that sometime. Bloodgasm. Anyway, nonetheless, yeah, we just had fun and danced around. Eventually, my crew were all loyal to me to the point where I actually turned them. And for at least five years, we sailed the seven seas and always hid under deck by the daytime and became like the sea vampires, pirate vampire creatures that would feed on the living. Well, fish and other creatures we could get out of the water. At one point, we even came across a few sirens. There was an island with sirens. Now, uh, siren, if you're not familiar with them, they're like mermaids. They can put you know, sailors in a trance with singing and their voices some look like women some look like women that are birds and can walk on still water and stuff yeah very seductive creatures of the sea but one of them my one of my crew members actually went up to one ripped its vocals out you know and we all well drank from it siren blood and mermaid blood Tastes very, very different to human blood. Well, there's lots of creatures with different blood, like unicorn blood. Oh, unicorn blood is so, you know, just such a sweet, sweet feeling. Sweet, delicious taste, including, you know, fairy blood. Oh, now, fairy blood, that is delicious. It's like every dessert you could ever have, all the cakes in the world merged together. 
my fangs are coming out just thinking about it. Better keep them away for a while whilst I, you know, in, whilst I'm doing this podcast. So, um, yeah, we we weren't drinking and we were fucking and yeah, on us in the, you know, was it Hong Kong or something, China. Anyway, we then travelled a bit and, you know, snooped around Australia and New Zealand for a while before James Cook could. Well, I don't know. Like I say, I wasn't pretty much occupied by human history happening because I was just enjoying the pirate's life. (laughs) The pirate's life for me. (laughs) Oh, but it was good, though. Even came across another pirate crew, a ship that was cursed by stealing Aztec gold. They became like some sea monster-like zombies, and that's that's another thing with you know the ocean and the sea. It has its curses, like ancient Egypt, all from you know. Well, according to legends, Poseidon had created the seas and the oceans, and. Well, he even forged Atlantis, and basically, as a god, he could create curses. Any god or or witch even can make a curse. Uh, he made Atlanteans. Now, did I ever come across Atlanteans during my travels? Yes, I did. In 1800, we were sailing in the Atlantic Ocean, and we stumbled across a stowaway. Well, someone that we sort of, well, how can I say ran over it was an atlantean you know looking just like a human and goddamn that ghost if you can hear noise in the background i have a bit of a ghost uh problem going on they i i don't know i played with a ouija well no i didn't i interrupted some kids playing with a ouija board last week and well the spirit we kind of hit off now it won't bloody leave me so, um, as I say, ghosts. I'll tell you about ghosts sometime. In fact, I ought to do an episode where I tell you about other supernatural creatures, because, you know, us vampires aren't the only ones out there. There's so, so many out there. So anyway, 1800, we pulled him up onto the boat, and uh, he looked like a human, only his feet were webbed, and... He had gills on the back of his ears so that he could breathe underwater. So we knew this wasn't a human. It was an Atlantean. Anyway, we underestimated it and it kind of did a number on my crew. I was wise to not challenge it because I knew that this thing was fucking strong. Because Atlanteans are stronger than actual humans. I mean, the age and the grow old etc but they have their faith in Poseidon and I believe that Poseidon still answers their praise in something because they still believe in him it just jumped back into the ocean and went back to wherever it came from now I don't know where Atlantis is I know that it's real I know that it's a lost city but there's a reason why it's lost they don't want the land dwellers to find it because they have it in for us land lovers you know, polluting the oceans with that garbage and stuff. It's just, you know, poisoning the planet. 
But all I know is that Atlanteans have do, do have more highly advanced technology. They're more evolved. Apparently there was a time according well, according to well, in fact there was a time where Atlantis was on the you know, above the ocean, but Poseidon dragged it down into the sea to keep it safe and hidden from the modern world and made his people able to adapt and breathe underwater. Even have telekinetic abilities with the sea life. Of course I do have I have seen my fair share of sea life as well, including you know, whales, dolphins, warm blooded creatures, even sharks, dolphins, even jellyfish. Now a shark did once come up to me, but it swam right up to me and then swam away because it could see. It had that sixth sense that it knew I wasn't something well, regular. It could see that I was something much evil. And, uh, yeah, so 1798 I started that, the pirate's life, and then throughout 1800 we raided and we took gold and stuff and raided a Spanish galleon and then we took like all our findings and hid them and buried them on an island with a map that our map person drew out. I still have the map, I mean it's hidden but the treasure, is it there? <laughs> oh I can't tell you that but all I can tell you is I know where that treasure is or was. <laughs> I'm not saying anything, I'm not telling anyone, but, you know, as an immortal, I've you know, saved up accounts and stuff. Us vampires can get very wealthy from our little fortunes that can increase over time. So, um, yeah, I mean, money never sleeps, it just gets better, or, I mean, a thousand years from now, a million pounds is going to be worth loads, I mean... <laughs> I mean, it's like, you know, still the main prize in who wants to be a millionaire. <laughs> so, yes, 1801, I was travelling the seas. I did come across some of that Aztec gold, but I didn't get cursed because as a vampire, I'm already a cursed creature. I have curses where I can't walk in sunlight without burning. I mean, I'm 506 now, though. I can... I'm immune to a lot of things, including the, well, the sun. It takes a long time before I burn, but I wear uh, an enchanted ring, so... Well, it was a regular signet ring. I just had a witch from New Orleans, bless it, and now I can walk in sunlight. As long as I keep it on. But like I say, I have, like, a couple of hours before I start to burn. Because the vampire gets more immune to these things as they get older. Uh, I'm sure I've told you all that before, but I just can't remember. So, um, yeah, I, you know, just got around, I travelled, I, you know, came across many sea creatures, including a sea serpent. Never came across the Kraken. I mean, I know of the creature's existence, but, yeah, never encountered a Kraken. Which is kind of, I bet you're thinking someone of my age must have seen something like that. Well, 
The Kraken's a very shy creature like Loch Ness Monster or Bigfoot. There's more than one of those lot out there. And they're very, very clever and good at hiding. There's just been that unfortunate moment where they've been caught out. But like I say, there's organisations out there that do create the illusion that man is alone. But I'm telling them now if they're listening, there's so many times you can say it was a hoax. And then in... Um, 1803, I just decided I'd had enough of being a pirate. I decided to return to England. England, where I would, you know, real renounce piracy. I told my crew they were free to go, free to be at their own will. I sank the ship and swam all the way. I was in the North Sea, I think, at that time. And I swam to England, where I was in Cleethorpes. I, I hypnotised my way through and, you know, had some treasure, bought some things and that. Posed as an aristocrat for a while. And then posed as a, you know, poor person. I don't know, but I, that, at that point I wanted a new chapter in my life. You think with me being a vampire I would have done longer, but, uh, yeah... I enjoyed the samurai life a lot more than the pirate's life. That's why I was a samurai for so long, you know, 97 years. But, yeah, after a short while, the pirate's life wasn't for me, as you can see. So, yeah, that's pretty much it. Now, I did record a couple of diaries in those years, in those times. Um, not a lot of it has remained. I mean, I do have... A, a half of one that's over a hundred, well, two hundred years old. It's uh, very worn out and the ink is smudged, but I'll try and read it the best I can. Um, December 19th, um, 1800, I think that says. Today, we raided another small village on the coast of I can't quite make that out because it's all blurry and smudged and faded but I can tell you other things in this page I we had a few kills here and there we stocked up on some by kidnapping them and then oh do excuse that I'm recording and my phone's just buzzed it's on silent uh, yes, D don't worry about that. Um, I'm nearly done here anyway. Uh, but anyway, yes, we slaughtered and that and then went back to the ship where we drank and had our way with some prostitutes that instead of paying with money, we some of them we turned. One of them went a bit too far and killed them, but <laughs> anyway... Ahoy, me mateys. And we sang some sea shanties. And that was pretty much it. That, 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 like I say, not all my diaries are in good nick these days, especially ones that are centuries old. Anyway, yes, I think I've told you all I needed to tell you. I've given you my full story or the best I can of it. So, yeah, uh, that's pretty much it of my 
you swashbuckling days, the pirate's life. And of course, you know, films and uh, books and stuff have told stories about them. Some that are aged well, like Treasure Island or Peter Pan or even the Pirates of the Caribbean franchise. I mean, that's still a film series from Disney based on a ride. Real skeletons, too. I'm sure a lot of people know that. Anyway, yeah, uh, that's it for this week's episode. So I hope you enjoyed it. I want to thank you for coming. Thank you for listening. And I will be back you know, with another episode you know, probably next week. Yeah, there'll be a subject for me to discuss in my vampire diaries. Anyway, yes, this has been Lark's Vampire Diaries and... Yeah, that's pretty much it. So farewell for now and until next time. <laughs> Don't have nightmares.